Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of Backs of All Trades. I'm your host, Backsade. If you happen to miss last episode, I talked about building confidence. Um, if you haven't, then welcome to episode two. Today, I'm going to be talking about living with intent. Uh, some people might have used this term before. I think I have my own take on it. Uh, before we get started, if you are not already, make sure to subscribe. It really helps me out. Make sure to like the video and then leave a comment below on what topic you'd like to hear me talk about next. Um, as always, I'm going to be borrowing on a lot of anecdotes. Uh, I think that that's where people can connect with people the most is truly from personal experiences. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. First, I want to explain what the concept of living with intent is. I think that living with intent fundamentally is being hyper conscious of your life, where you're at currently, where you want to be and making the decisions you need to, to get to where you want to be. I think with the advent of social media and Netflix and movies and other sources of quick dopamine, I think that there are so many people these days who are what I will call floaters, people who don't really put a lot of effort into thinking about where they are currently. They live day by day and they might even have a on paper good job, uh, but truthfully, they don't audit their life ever. They don't think, am I happy with where I am? Am I going to be happy with where I'm going to be in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Uh, this is stuff that is very important. You know, you, you only get one go at this whole life thing. And so I want to do it right and uh, or as right as I can. Right. And right means different things to different people. And so that's the other important thing is just following the path that is prescribed to you is what I think many people do. And that's not good either, right? Because you might end up in a really good job and then have no fulfillment. Um, and so, and there's so many aspects to life too, that I think people tend to ignore. We, at least in the West are hyper-focused on making a lot of money, right? Well, if you make a lot of money and don't have a fulfilling relationship or fulfilling friendships, then in my opinion, I haven't lived my life to the fullest. And that's what I want to do. And the only way to do that is by living with intent. And so that's what I mean when I talk about living with intent. And uh, I've been doing this now for probably, I would say, around seven or eight years. And uh, coincidentally, lines up with around when I started the gym, which if you go to last episode, I, I use this anecdote. But I'm going to use a different anecdote today which is uh, when this change happened for me, how I went from being a floater to someone living with intent. Um, I recall I was around 15 or 16 at the time, and I went to a college preparatory high school. I was always a really good student, and uh, we had begun to discuss colleges. You know, When even at a college preparatory high school, you start thinking about what classes you're going to have to take sophomore, junior, and senior year so that you can get into a good school as well as your extracurriculars, et cetera. And so sort of I didn't make the choice consciously, but I performed an audit of, on my life. It was me thinking, how am I going to look on these college applications? And I had a profound realization, which is that I was really, really boring and average. I was a good student. That was it. I played video games, but I wasn't remarkably good at the video games. So it wasn't like I would ever go professional. And so what did I do? I mean, I guess I watched TV. I played video games and I was good at school. And that's not a truly remarkable person by anything. I think there's probably millions and millions of people out there like that. And 
I broke down. I mean, I literally started crying because when I compared myself to some of the people who were applying to these schools like Stanford or MIT, these really, really prestigious schools, these people were presidents of clubs that they started and curing diseases and creating businesses. And I was dumbfounded with how unremarkable I was. And I'm not saying that you should compare yourself to the top 0.01% because I think that can create unhealthy levels of, you know, just not good for your self-esteem. But for me, it kind of kicked me into gear. And I said, okay, I'm again, I have this one life thing. And my first 15 years, I didn't even think about it. I just kind of lived, right? I was a floater. And um, from then on, I decided like, well, I'm going to be non-average. I, I know that sounds weird to, to strive for being like that, but in everything that I did, I no longer wanted to be average. I wanted to be good, really good, extraordinary in some cases. And part of that is obviously you have to pay a lot of attention. You don't, some people are naturally talented in certain areas. I would argue that I was probably naturally talented in school. I still tried hard, but I would say that I had some natural talent that carried me a lot of the way there, but virtually everything else I had to put a lot of effort into. But I decided that, the effort was going to be worth it. And um, so I did. I started working out and my first workout was in August of 2015. Um, I can put up a photo of me when I first started working out. And eight years later, you know, it's September of 2023 now, I have been working out uh, pretty much every day. I have not gone a seven day period without a workout since I started back in August of 2015. And now I look like this, right? So people look at the end and they think, oh, he must be on steroids or something like that. When really this was a conscious decision. This was by design, me committing to working out and being not average in the gym eight years ago. And uh, I think consistency is a huge thing. Um, and where else did I decide, okay, I need to devote my energy into live with intent? Well, school, obviously. I had already done very well at school, but I wanted to continue pursuing that. And so when I went to school at Georgia Tech, I was not going to slack off. I was going to maintain my structure. I was going to maintain my grades. And I graduated pretty much top 1% of my class with a 3.97 out of 4.0 in computer engineering from Georgia Tech, right? One singular be my entire college career. Again, doesn't happen by accident. That's by design. Uh, when I graduated, I got a top 1% salary for my job. Again, not by accident, by design. Uh, I was the president of my fraternity, which some people may not like Greek life. For me, it was a great social outing, but nevertheless, if I was in that space and I decided to pursue going in the fraternity, I began holding positions the, sing the first semester I was initiated as a brother all the way through and eventually becoming president again by design. And uh, that's fundamentally what it is living with intent, right? It's you being hyper aware of where you want to be, the decisions you're making to getting there and readjusting, right? You don't just commit to a plan, uh, you know, once and then follow it for the rest of your life. You need to constantly check in and decide, is this contributing towards the life I want to live? Um, and so now since graduating, I've continued that, right? Because again, life is much more after college, uh, but I am doing very well in my career. Um, I'm on track to be promoted, you know, somewhat soon here. And additionally, I wasn't just 
focusing on my career, I decided I have more to offer. And so I started my social media in February. And uh, now, you know, six months later, I have almost half a million followers across Instagram and TikTok and hopefully growing my YouTube now. Again, not by accident, by design. I hope you're trying, uh, this doesn't come off as bragging. I'm trying to communicate uh, my thought process because I think it may help some people. And uh, just being conscious of uh, the decisions you make and how they affect you. Um, I, I want to focus again, I'm looking at my notes here, um, that if you're going to spend a lot of time doing something in your precious only single life, get good at it and get really, really good at it because that's truly what makes you special and makes you not average. And I think that almost, especially in today's world, I think it's easier than ever to be remarkable because so many people are the floaters. I don't care what you're doing, right? I don't care if it's playing League of Legends, going to the gym, uh, playing the trumpet, if it's um, in your career, if it's public speaking, right? If you're going to find a passion, something that you're good at, preferably, because then you'll have more of a passion for it, and then get really, really good at it. Scott Galloway talks about this in The Algebra of Happiness. He talks about it through a lens of becoming successful and making money, but I think there's a lot of truth to it um, because so many people are fine being average um, or they're not, they may not even be fine with it, but they don't put a lot of thought into being average or even if they think about themselves being average, they don't put any thought into changing it. And to me, that's no way to live because at that point you're a floater, right? Um, <laughs> I think today, what is, today's society, they call people the NPCs, right? Oh, you're an NPC. Th- those are the NPCs in my mind, right? The people who um, take their average life and do nothing to change it. And Therefore, you're just on a path. You are just letting the wind take you where you want to go. You'll end up, you'll have friends, family, and then die. And, um, you know, I don't personally think that much happens after we die. But while I'm here, again, I want to do it right. Um, and so I want to uh, talk about essentially, I talked about being top 1% in a lot of areas or uh, being not average. But to me, Living with intent is so much more than just uh, being successful on the monetary metric because there's a lot of people out there uh, who are super, super wealthy and are not happy, right? And so they might have decided at some point um, or somebody told them, but I'll say they decided to become very, very wealthy, right? I'm someone who aspires to, to become wealthy, um, but they never put in any thought into really why, right? It might be filling a hole of insecurity. Maybe they were poor when they were young. Maybe they thought it would make other people like them. Maybe they thought it would make a romantic partner like them, whatever it is. But if you don't think about why you're actually doing the thing that you're doing, what can happen is you amass a massive amount of wealth. Um, and then you still aren't happy, happy because you were on a path and you never audited why you're on that path. And so you end up and you aren't happy, right? I, I'm beating this to a dead horse at this point. But the point being that um, there's so much more to life, right? There's relationships. I think that you should live with intent in every aspect of life with your relationships, relationships with your parents, relationships with your friends, to make that a bit more concrete. Um, relationships with my parents, I am very aware that um, you know my parents won't live forever. And so I 
am very conscious to maintain those relationships, nurture those relationships, make sure that we have uh, a good relationships, you know, not hurting relationships over small things. Additionally, trying to see them whenever I can. I live across the country from them now. With friendships, um, keeping the friendships that I want, right? I think that friendships are a beautiful thing and everyone should have them, but not keeping the ones that I don't. I think a lot of people will remain friends with people who are actually detracting from their life. And that's not living with intent. That is taking the path of least resistance. What you need to do is audit and see, hmm, are these friendships in my the life I want to live? And if they're detracting from them, you need to make the hard decision. I think that living with intent is a series of hard decisions. But you need to make the decision whether you want to keep those friendships. Um, same thing goes with relationships, as in with a significant other. I think that so many people take the easy route, whether it's, you know, marrying the girl who's right next door or staying in a relationship that is no longer benefiting you because it's easy or um, not being in a relationship because going out and actually finding a relationship is very difficult, especially nowadays for a lot of men. Um, and so you need to think one meta level above every decision that you're making in your life and decide does this decision benefit me? And you won't always know the answer, right? It's the exercise of thinking about it that I think is actually the the healthy part here because uh, you're not all-knowing, I'm not all-knowing. I've made wrong decisions, I've made right decisions, I've made so-so decisions, but when I am making those decisions, I'm conscious of why I'm making them. And um, looking back as well, you should audit backwards uh, and see, okay, I did this thing, did it end up benefiting me? And if it didn't, then course correcting, right? Um, I think that, I talked about uh, you know social media, Netflix, and everything like that, and um, a lot of people will describe these things as escapes from reality, right? Um, I enjoy these things, by the way. I mean, I occasionally will watch Netflix, movies, social media, etc. But I do not try and numb myself out of my own reality, which is what I think a lot of people try and do. They would rather have a temporary relief from everything that is real to something that is not. And to me, that's admittance that you think that your reality is not worth living, which is really sad. And um, there are many people in much, much, much worse positions than I have ever been in, and I have complete sympathy for those people. But again, we have one time on this earth, and so I would rather focus on building the reality I want than trying to escape it temporarily to some other reality I can never have. And that is really the goal of what living intent, living with intent is. It's that you make your reality the only one you want to ever have. And then when you look back, you know, when there's no more, no more life to live, you look back upon your life and you don't have any regrets. And you say, no, I, I lived the life I wanted. I focused. And I got there. And if I didn't get exactly to where I wanted, I did a damn good job trying to get there. And um, for me, that is, you know, being remarkable. I like to, uh, you know, strive to be really, really good at everything I do. That's not going to be necessarily the case for everyone. Um, but finding what you want to do, finding what you truly find fulfillment from, and then sprinting straight for towards that. Um, I think that we 
as society have become so wrapped up in what other people think about us, other people think about us, and sometimes it's it's really hard to shake. By the way, for example, if you have strict parents um, who tell you that you want to be a doctor, or that you should be a doctor rather, and guess what? You know, you graduate high school, you go to college. Okay, I'm going to be a doctor, and I I want to be a doctor. You think you do, and then you go to med school, and then you become a doctor, and before you know it. Your life is half over, right? 35, 40. If you've never thought about, do I really want to be a doctor? Eventually, this is kind of morbid, but it's important to think about the people who told you that you want to be a doctor will no longer be with you. And I think a lot of people when they grow up, especially when it's pressure from parents, they will realize at some point, okay, my parents' opinion matters but it shouldn't matter more than my own because it's my life, not theirs. And the earlier you can have that realization, the better. They do want what's best for you, but they should not literally live your life for you. You are not a vessel for them to make decisions. You are your own person who makes decisions and you should gather input from all parties that you respect, that care for you, but it's your decision. And if you aren't living with intent, what you'll instead do is follow the safe path, which becoming a doctor for all intents and purposes is a relatively safe path and that you'll be able to probably feed yourself. You'll be able to probably support somebody else and you'll be able to live a pretty nice lifestyle. But none of that matters if you're not happy and you know that you're not living the life you want to live. Um, this has been somewhat of a shorter episode, um, but I want to conclude it with asking yourself, uh, do you feel like you have purpose, right? Uh, it, a lot of people these days are aimless and they think, okay, what, what? I'm on this big floating rock and I don't know what I'm here for. And that's probably a pretty good sign that you're not living with intent. Um, you need to perform a deep, analysis of your life, a deep audit, if you will, and see what are the things I would want to be doing? What, what, what areas would I improve my life in? Am I average? Am I okay with being average? If I'm not, what are the things I want to be not average at? What are the things I want to be remarkable at? And that's not going to be comfortable because there's probably going to be a bunch of uncomfortable or there's going to be stuff about your life that you don't like, that you really don't like. In my case, again, it was it reduced me to tears when I was fifteen. Um, but for many people, it might be much later. And there's no there's no too late to make this decision, right? The only too late is when you look back on your deathbed and realize that you messed up, right? So there's no too late. But it will be uncomfortable, and I want you to focus on it and seek the areas that you can start making changes, and then create a plan to make them. Uh, you can make baby steps in that direction, but chances are you already know what you need to be doing. If it's, you know, oh man, like I've always wanted to have a body that, uh, you know, other men desired and women found attractive, you know what you need to do. But if you haven't done it yet, why not? And I want you to focus on that. And that goes for anything, by the way. Uh, it, generally, to just wrap this up, I think life is far, far, far too short to be a floater and to just go with the wind and do the thing that you 
with least resistance will just naturally do. Live with intent. Think about what you're doing, why you're doing it. Reflect. And that's how, you know, personally, I'm able to do the things I want to do. And I'm, people ask me actually, this is a, a tangent, but people ask me a lot, like, am I happy? And the answer is yes, because I'm doing what I want to do. Um, where do I see myself in 10 years? Truthfully there, I don't have an answer for you, but I have a feeling that I want to have in 10 years. I have general guidelines. I use the concept of a North star a lot where I, I know the direction I'm headed towards and, um, I make decisions based on that. I don't always need to know my next step, but I know I'm going in the right direction. Um, the other question I get is like, well, how do I, how do I stay motivated all the time? I don't necessarily stay motivated all the time, but because I know where I'm trying to go, it's pretty easy to stay on that path. I think that a lot of people, if, for example, um, studying really hard for a test it can be very hard to motivate doing that if you don't see how doing well on that test contributes to where you want to go. For me, it was never a question. And so, you know, again, pretty much since 15 years old, um, I didn't know exactly I wanted to be a software engineer, but I had the path I wanted to go on. And so when I'm studying for that test, I know that it's on that path to getting to that top 1% job, to making enough money, to then having the freedom to do what I want. And that was enough. That was enough for me to study. And so um, that's what living with intent can do is it can give you that those guardrails, those guidelines of, okay, I'm in the right direction because I've thought about this. I know where I want to go. I know where I want to be. And I know why I'm making these decisions. And so you should do the same. Um, this, uh, just as a wrap up, uh, these episodes are pretty free, free forming. Different topics will have different lengths. Um, and so if you enjoy the episode, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, uh, make sure to give me five stars on Spotify or Google podcast. And, uh, thank you guys so, so much for watching. I am really excited about this podcast. I'm hyped up to keep doing it. And, uh, I hope you guys are too. So thanks so much for watching.